is your host, Daquana Farrell. This is Queen Conversations. I am so excited about this episode. Listen, I have deemed September Sisterhood September. And so this month I've been talking to amazing groups of friends uh, that have amazing experience of what it means to build sisterhood, what it means to uh, build friendship. And so today I have a group of ladies that is going to do just that with me. So I am excited to introduce two Queen Conversations. Uh, I am excited to introduce the Queen Conversations. Really, really excited to introduce the Queen Conversations. <laughs> a group of ladies that has formed an organization called Love Yourself, Love Your Sister Friends. And so they are here with me today. Hey, ladies. Hey. Hey. I'm so glad to have... Uh, Tara, we have Kiwani, Darika, and Monica today, um, and I'm so excited to dive into their story. But before I dive into their story, every single episode, I got to dive into some questions because I want to know who's who in the group, all right? So, so this is the first question. So who in the group is most likely to run a marathon? Ooh. <laughs> right now, that'd be Darika. That's Dorica. Yes, <laughs> he's a fitness guru, huh? Yes, I, I'm just I'm the new fitness guru. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm new. To, I'm a baby, honey. Help us, Dorica. Then show us okay. so Who's most likely to land on the New York Times bestseller list? Kiwani. Kiwani. Okay, <laughs> Kiwani's the writer. I want. Yeah. I want to know what you've been writing about Kiwani, but we can talk about that later. Okay. So number three. Who is most likely to move to a foreign country? Kiwani. Oh, I, think I know. Kiwani. I love traveling. I love traveling, but I don't know if I would move anywhere. <laughs> Me too, Kiwani. I like to collect passports. <laughs> so who's most likely to renovate their entire house? Tara. I would love Tara. To. Yeah, Tara is in the process of renovating. Tara. So, it's yeah. in the bathroom right now, but that's just a yeah. start. Yeah. <laughs> She's the HGTV uh, host. Yeah. <laughs> so, lastly, who's most likely to lead a protest? Ooh. I Oof. think that'll be between. Oof. I think that's going to be between Monica, Kiwani, and me. Yeah. I kind of had the feeling that Monica <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> So thank you all for uh, taking my invitation to be on Queen Conversations. I'm so glad that our paths have crossed. I wanted Amen. to talk to you all about uh, how you all formed your friendship. So who became friends, when, and how long have you been friends, and all that jazz. I want to know everything. Tell us everything. <laughs> so Tara and I, well, we all met at Central State University in 1989. Mm -hmm. Tara and I were roommates. So I got on campus and her and Dorica and her parents were the first people that I met. So, and Kiwani lived across the hall from us. Amazing. And, and you, what did you say what school you went to? Central State University. State University, HBCU mm -hmm. in yeah. Ohio. Yes, yes, yes. And so I have to say that Tara and I are sisters. Yeah. So I yeah. always tell the story that Tar that Monica and Kiwani were Tara friends, but I, I kidnapped them. I just <laughs> made myself. I made <laughs> myself their friend. Exactly. <laughs> I know how it is. I got a younger sister. She always tagged along. Like, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I have to go everywhere I go. In our mom's dress, 
like all the time because we were so close in age. <laughs> yeah. Are y'all twins? So that's fantastic. I know, right? You yeah. got that too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah all the time. <laughs> so that's amazing for you all to maintain friendship that long. Tell me what tell me what the tell me what the ingredients are, if you will, um, to maintaining long-term relationships, friendships, especially with sisters. Sisters, uh, not biological necessarily, but uh, women of color specifically. What's, what are the ingredients to good friendship, would you say? Ooh, interesting. Love and respect. Love and respect. That's good. Communication, for sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. And you got to take time together, too. I think it's yeah. important to do things together. Mm -hmm. and, each, and I think each person has to want it. Want to work with yeah. You have, yeah. you have to want the friendship. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's right. good. Yeah. So so how do you how do you all uh or have you observed uh your friendship evolve over the years? Right? Because you guys were like in your late teens, early twenties when you all met. How has friendship uh, evolved? Isn't that something? No, right. Yeah. So how has Ooh. friendship evolved? Because because Life changes for you all. You you know, marriage, kids, lots of different factors, career changes, all of those things. So, how has friendship evolved for you all over the years? I think for us, it has been we've we've gone through the growing pains with each other. Um, we have watched each other mature. We um, have all changed. When when you say evolving you're talking i mean we have been through it all we've seen each other cry we've we've laughed with each other we pray earnestly with each other um so we've been a part of so many life experiences that my sister friend doesn't have to go through these things by herself she has the rest of us to absorb some when it's difficult to share when it's good um, to experience when it's new. So we have just learned along the way. We've had to grow and learn along the way. And we, we wanted that for each other. We push each other to achieve things that, you know, 10 years ago, we may not have wanted to do that. But now, okay, if that's your passion, if that's what you want to do, then let's push each other. Let's hold each other accountable for the things that we say we, we have a passion about and that we want to do. So our friendship has just really, I mean, and it wasn't easy because we have some personalities <laughs> that have along the way, but with God and praying and, and being there for each other and supporting each other, we just, it, it almost comes. And we did girl trips every year for many, many, many years, like even after we left school. So aside from everyday stuff, everyday life, we took the time to have a girl trip where now we're going to relax. We're going to share. We're going to vent. We're going to cry. We're going to have fun. So it was, it gave us time to restore so that we can continue with the friendship. Mm -hmm. That's and good. so that was important. That's good. Kiwani. So basically I heard you say, listen, friendship takes work, right? Absolutely. Um, so <laughs> I also want to talk about because there are some very beneficial things to friendship. And also in there, I heard accountability. Right. So if you say this is your path and these are your goals, I'm pushing you toward those. I do want to talk about I do want to talk about some of the challenging times, though, 
Um, some of those times where you're like, girl, that ain't it. Like, <laughs> go, like go back to the drawing board. Talk about those times where you have had maybe disagreement or dissent and how you work through those things. <laughs> you don't have to give specific details yeah. of any person or event, but just in general, how do you navigate um, friendship when it becomes challenging? Well, I'll start. Every because... relationship. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to share with me because when I met these girls, I was rough around the edges. Um, I was coming from an environment that, you know, had created a person that was rough around the edges. I kind of just barged in on Tara and Monica, like they just going to be my friend, even if they don't want to, they're going to be my friend. <laughs> but it took for me to be able to accept um, the constructive criticism and to because I had a very tough exterior. I was very harsh in my words. I love the fact that they're still my friends because they could have easily not been. But um, I, I listened and I was I wanted the friendship. And so I had to be willing to listen. I had to be willing to tone it down some. I had to be willing to soften the words. I had to be willing to apologize. So those ladies taught me that. They, I, and, and they may have, I'm sure I've told them, but they may not remember me telling them. But I watched them do a lot of things when we were at Central that were not a part of who I was. But because I admired them so much, it encouraged me to want to do it. When I came, I wore very, because I'm from Miami, Florida, where it's always hot. Mm -hmm. And so even something as simple as how I dressed when I came to Ohio was very different. I had a lot of little shorts and, you know, arms out and body out because I'm used to coming from where it's always hot. Mm -hmm. And I watched them dress a little bit more conservative and I watched, mm -hmm. you know, how they interacted and how they moved on campus. And I admired that. And I thought that, okay, that's something that I want. I don't want to always be the center of attention because my shorts are so little or my, my blouse is whatever. So I admired a lot of things about them that I just wanted for me. And so because of that, I was willing to listen when they told me certain things about my behavior or about my appearance or about my boisterousness. And so it was, that was an important part for me. As far as when it didn't, when I didn't like it, I had to just suck it up and say, okay, but they're doing this because they're my friends. They love me. They're going to tell me from a place, you know, from their heart and not be angry because they're telling me. That's good. That's good. And being able to discern when somebody is for you versus, because you know, people, we live in a day, everybody's a hater if you disagree with them, right? Right. But <laughs> understanding the heart and the intent and the motive behind what your friends are saying is so mm -hmm. critical. Dorica, I want to hear, I wanted to hear your feedback in regard to uh, the challenging times in friendship where you may have yeah, to share. Yeah, I just wanted to say like, during the challenging times, we have to remember that that person has their own personal personality. I have my own personality. And then when we're, when we're in this challenge, it's just like a marriage. It's just like a marriage, a relationship. 
you know, when you get married, you are not trying to change your spouse. Just like I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to change my friend, but I'm accepting them for their good and their bad. But like Kiwani was saying that, you know, as friends in love that, that I should be able to receive the things that they tell me constructively and in love. And they're not trying to change me, but they're trying to help me be a better person, which will in turn make the relationship stronger and better. And I just think that's the most important thing is that we just can't change anybody that we have to. We don't have to, but for the sake of the relationship, we need to accept everyone as they are. It's not our responsibility to change them. That's good. And that's a hard lesson. For those of us who have control freak tendencies, that's good. So I want to, you guys, you're well aware of some of the stereotypes in regard to Black women specifically um, being able to be friends, uh, you know, whether it be cattiness or competition or those kinds of things. Want to hear your thoughts about that and how we get beyond that. In regards to black women here, specifically black women? Women of color, women in general. Women of color. Yeah. Is somebody gonna speak? Because I I I wanted to say that that's kind of like how Love Yourself, Love Your Sister Friend came about where we want to have a positive community, not where we're trying to compete not that we're trying to talk about that we're trying to you know judge it's a judge-free zone Mm -hmm. and it's a positive community that we can uplift others while they can help uplift us that's good it's also can i say also about understanding that i am not perfect i don't expect you to be perfect we have to accept each other as we are and I might just because somebody makes you mad one day doesn't mean you have to put them down as a friend, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or to be more tolerant more, and more patient of people as you would expect them to be of you. That's how I see it. That's good. That's good. I also think, too, that as women, when we learn to allow each other to operate in our gift, whatever the gift is, then because we don't all have the same gifts, we don't all have the same abilities. My strengths are not somebody else's strengths or weaknesses, vice versa. So there is no need to compete. We all have a gift. Mm-hmm. We all have a talent, something that we're we're good at or that, you know, is our strong suit. So when we learn how to allow each other to operate in that then we don't we don't have to feel like there's a competition. Let's find what you do well and allow you to do that. Let's find what I do well and allow me to do that. And if we have the same gift by chance, mm-hmm. then let's work together. It's not about me competing with you. It's about what's best for our friendship, what's best for our organization, what's best for our business. It's It should never be about competition or you know anybody being disrespectful unfortunately as women we sometimes get lost in that we we feel like if she has a talent that i don't have then she must be competing with me no that's not the case that's where it's important to communicate with our sister friends let's sit down and talk about what we need to do to make this friendship work or this business work or this partnership and whatever it is work because I don't 
want you to feel like I'm competing with you. I don't want you to take everything that I say in a negative light because we're supposed to be working together. We're on the same team. And that's where women get lost. I think society has taught us that, you know, we're not supposed to get along. And that's so unfair Mm -hmm. because when we work together, we can sure get a lot of things done and, and get them done efficiently too. But we spend too much time worrying about other people's gifts or other people's talents. So I think that that's important that when we're talking about, you know, girlfriends and sister friends and women being in a group or, or being friends, understand nobody's competing. We're, we're all on the same team. We, we want everybody to win. That's good. Kiwana, you said so much. <laughs> First of all, I'm about to see you, see you a speaker's offer because you preach just now. Um, <laughs> So, so much in there, but specifically around the importance of us identifying who we are, having Mm -hmm. self-identity and being okay with self and being confident with self that allows us to embrace other people and who they are and their gifting and their calling and whatever it is that they are pursuing. And I love the fact that you said that even if we have similar giftings, Let's just join forces. Like, why do we have to? Why do we have to succumb to whatever society says we have to be? We have, we have the power to determine what we will be, right? Mm -hmm. And we are better together than we are apart. Mm -hmm. So, I want to understand when it is that you all establish love yourself, love your sister friends. You said when or what? When, when, when you all established it, and kind of what is the the vision and the mission behind it. Dorica. Dorica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on you, Dorica. They, they keep saying me. I just re- I just remember it back in 2016. We were at Central State's homecoming. We all we had our shirts. We had uh, personalized shirts. I think one of them said "Together Again." What did the other one say? Oh, um, the black ones. <laughs> That was yeah. pre-pandemic. Nobody really remembers, it. right? <laughs> but so we had this. She made us sisters. Like yeah, 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 something like that. But you know, people were like looking at the shirts and like, yeah. And people who knew the three of them, Tara, Kiwani, and Monica, was like, yeah, y'all still together. There y'all are, you know. And it was just like wherever we went, people acknowledged the fact that we were still together. And at mm-hmm. that point, I'm like, we need to put this out there in a positive place and make a platform so that we can do so much more. Mm-hmm. And I really truly, I know it was God ordained mm-hmm. that he, that, that he put this vision into, into our minds and just make it grow. But it was all about sisterhood, but how can we love ourselves? This is, it's a scripture. It says that we're supposed to love our neighbor as, as though we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. but how can we properly love anyone when we don't know how to love ourselves because a lot of us deal with self-esteem mm-hmm. you know self-image issues mm-hmm. and so again this platform is to help us uplift ourselves so that we can uplift others so that we can create bonds um mm-hmm. but it was just all to it would to me i just saw it as a platform to make something grow bigger. I don't know where it's going. I don't know where it's going. It's, 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 it's strictly God ordained. And that's a fact. 
strictly God ordained. That's amazing. And and we just have to be open to what God is telling us to do. Each mm-hmm. each and every one of us have had a place in this in this whole not our friendship, but this love yourself, love your sister friend, you know, journey that we were ready to just give up. Mm-hmm. And each of us can attest to say that God has told us no. So it's yeah. not even about us. Mm-hmm. It's about God. And it's about the work that he's put in each and every one of us to do his will. And so it's our job to uplift our sisters mm-hmm. while we learn how to love ourselves. That's good. The mm-hmm. of a good woman are ordered by God. Mm-hmm. So I love it. Um, so, so, so within that, you said each of us kind of have a role in it, but each of us at some point were like, hey, this might not work. Um, how do you how do you all keep each other motivated? What are those ways that you do that? Sometimes I think it's it's a step back. Mm-hmm. I just I think it helps if we just step back from things for just a second and everybody cool down. And then here comes Tara sending good morning, ladies. <laughs> There's <laughs> always <laughs> group chat. <laughs> So send that good morning text and, you know, you have to respond to that. And so I think we just, when we take that moment, we can, then we can come back and Mm -hmm. try to get the things accomplished that we need to get accomplished. It's like pulling teeth sometime and drag, kicking and dragging. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Very true. Step back, take a breath and then address it when you, when you're able to, right? (laughs) Correct. That's the way. That's the way. So I want to talk about some of the activities that you all um, have as a part of this this group and organization. What are some of the things and the ways that you all um, engage with a group of women that that you all are um, you all are basically in the community with? It started off. It started off off as a Facebook group. That's how we started the platform as a face, Facebook group. And we each invited people that we know that we felt that could benefit. Um, And from there, we just, I think it's phenomenal that we've just created relationships through that Facebook post. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Facebook group. Um, During some of the holidays, we'll do, um, we always try to have like a quarterly event. That each year though. (laughs) Yeah. We, well, no, we did. We did the um, we did the detective thing this dinner, year. We did the dinner theater. Yeah, dinner detective. So we'll plan something on the exact same day at the exact same time, even though it's in Florida, Ohio, and Alabama. Mm-hmm. But we're all doing it together. That's amazing. Yeah, we've done gift exchanges virtually. We did, especially during the pandemic. We did the um. What do we call the the wind down? What was it called? We're happy the happy hour it thing. Wind down. Mm-hmm. It was wind down. <laughs> Paint the sipping strokes. We did. We even did community <laughs> service outreach programs. We did. We stuffed purses with um, toiletries to give to homeless women. What else did we do, y'all? We we try to do um volunteers out there. Mm-hmm. Yoga. We've done yoga. We've done um self defense. We've done quite a few things. We try to mix it up. Yeah. So that we we're getting a little bit of everything, but yeah, mm-hmm. everything we do as um, lunch together or dinner together or a movie or a movie, movie. Or a movie. Mm-hmm. but we try to do it on the same day around the same yeah. time so that we still have our girlfriend date even though we're hundreds of miles away. 
That's amazing. I absolutely love that idea. Mm -hmm. I love it. Love it. Love it. There's something about, I always say as well. Um, and I, and I like that you said this, Dorica, you said, Hey, we're, we're, it's about, it's not even about us. Right. I always say literally every time at the end of the podcast, and I'm going to say it again today, even though I'm about to say it now, um, you're not living if you're living for yourself. Right. Literally vessels. Right. That's right. Right. So that's that's so critical. And I, there's something about um service that strengthens sisterhood, in my opinion, right? Yeah. When you are when you are in a place where you're saying, let's let's humble ourselves and right. give back to the community or serve other women. And there's something about that, that really, in my opinion, strengthens sisterhood. And I love all of the unique activities that you do because you guys have over a thousand women in your group, but, and everybody is a little different. So I'm, I'm sure people take to one activity or the other, but I love the diversity of the things you're doing. One of the things that you all have coming up that I'm excited about is uh, the retreat. I want to talk mm -hmm. a little bit about the retreat um, that you have coming up. And uh, what 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 should we expect from the retreat? Um, and then I, I want to dive into some of the things that you all are doing individually in your lives pertaining to service and giving back and all of those kinds of things as well. So let's talk about the retreat. <laughs> Dorica, I'm just saying. <laughs> Go ahead, Dorica. I just wanted to say, and I'm going to be quiet after this, but it, it, it goes back to what, what Monica said. Sometimes you have to take a step back and that's, that's the goal for the retreat. It's retreat. So we're going to like re redo some things, take a step back, stop and take a step back. That's why we want to do it. We're doing it in Ohio at the beginning. So we're taking a step back and we're going back to where it started. But wow. sometimes we have to redo those steps in order to, to do it the right way. Yeah. Um, That's good. So. You know, <clears throat> you know, it's like, it's like when you lose your keys, your mama say, well, where, where, where did you go? Right. If you lost something along the way, go back. So you say it, you might've lost something along the way. Mm -hmm. So you need to go back. That's good. That's yeah. exactly, that's the whole premise of the retreat. That's, in, I guess, in my mind, I hope I'm saying that. So anyway, after that, I'll let... I want to hear y'all's insight as well as about, about the retreat and historically what you've all experienced and what you're expecting to get out of it or hoping the women that attend get out of it. Well, we've been doing it now for a few years and each year we've, we've seen it get better and better and better. Um, I think that what we look for when we come, first of all, everything about Lily's provides a safe space. And as women, a lot of times we don't get that. We spend so much of our life giving it away. We're the nurturer, we're the Uber lady, we're the cook, we're the, you know, we're all these things. And so where do we go when we need to just Bent, or when we need to relax or when we need to release. And so when we come to the retreat, it's all about you. It's all about, you know, us as women taking care of us. Let's spend some time allowing each other to, to relax, to relate, to release all of that and to learn. So when we leave this retreat, we should be 
now we have some some new oomph. We can go back to our regular hustle, bustle routine, but we have some new strength. We have, we've prayed, we've cried, we've laughed, we've done all of those things. We've imparted something, hopefully, that gives these ladies something to hang on to so that they can go on a little while longer. It's like you, when we come to the retreat, it's almost like we have, we look forward to this retreat, like we need to get there. And then when you get there, you're rejuvenated. It's like, it's time to get something for you. So our prayer is that when these ladies leave, they have new strength, they have new hope. Their faith has been restored or renewed. They're mentally prepared to go out and, and take on whatever, um, whatever it is that they need when they came. We hope that we're, we're providing an environment or, or a setup that gives them that. And a lot of times we may not even know what they need, but when they leave, we usually get a lot of feedback that says they're glad they came. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're doing something right. I think. Um, and that is what the retreat is about. It's about serving these women, giving them something that mm -hmm. they need because we've all worked hard. We've all struggled throughout the year. We've all, you know, had some ups, some downs, and now it's about us. That's so good. that's what my, my thing for the retreat is. That's how I feel about it. That's great. Mm -hmm. Tara, the joy, the joy, oh, go I'm ahead. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Tara. For me, it's also about all those things, too, but also um, fostering new relationships, strengthening relationships with among each other. We don't see each other often. We we might talk every every uh, week or so, or chat every day, or whatever. But just the relationships the the time together and even the ladies that we don't know that well um in miami or wherever they're coming from just the new relationships that are forming um we hope to strengthen those as well that's fantastic monica for me it's the i get a joy out of seeing other women um have an aha moment there was one lady i think in um atlanta and she was struggling with some issues just some self issues some self-esteem issues and you know we all went around the room and we shared how we all have a little bit of self-esteem issues and she just started crying and I was like okay you know you're <laughs> not alone it's right. just nice to see it's nice for us to share if we you know if we so choose it's nice for us to share so other people will see they're not alone in what they're going through. It may not be the exact experience, but if I can relate, if I can say something that is relatable for someone else yeah. to get their healing, then I'm I'm joyful. That's great. Yeah. That's good. That's good stuff, y'all. So you're providing a safe space and there are not enough yes. of those for us in particular. We're always having to be like Kiwana said, Superwoman, we have to be strong, we have to be the taxi and the everything else, the housekeeper, uh, all of those things. And so I, I'm glad to hear that yet another space is out here for women to go, to be vulnerable, to cry, mm -hmm. and to say, I don't have it all together. And mm -hmm. you all say, hey, it's okay not to be okay, mm -hmm. but, but we gonna be okay eventually. Right. Love it, love it. Right. Um, and so is this the reunion? retreat have you guys been together in person for retreat it's a reunion 
all been the four of us together yeah. we have not been together in what two three years year, yeah like like some of us that like we just saw kiwani a couple of weeks ago right it was, wasn't even a month oh, yeah, though, right yeah. right we just so. saw her and then like we saw monica she coming out to hang with new edition and all of that <laughs> but the four of us the four of us have not been at the same place at the same time since right. 2016. Wow. Is that right? No, 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 no. We've had to retreat. 2019, 2019. Yeah, 2019. 2018. Yeah, pre-pandemic, right? 2018. Yeah, 2019. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for you all. Mm-hmm. So I want you all to share your individual efforts um, and or projects and or things that we can know about and support. That's where I want to go next. Tara, what you got? What you working on? Oh, wow. What's <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have anything outside the house. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the renovations keeping you, ba- you pretty the renovations, busy. family reunions going oh. on with this, and I'm about to be a grandmother. So there's Yay. that <laughs> for the first time. Yay, we get our first Lily's baby. Yeah. Lily's baby. <laughs> everybody, so you know. Yeah. Uh, Kiwani, what you got going on? Well, Kiwani retired. Uh, it's been a year now. So Kiwani is just traveling and enjoying life. The children are adults. I don't really have a whole lot of responsibility right now. So I'm, I've am i been doing a lot of traveling. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be leaving on Sunday to go to Dubai. Good for you. And so aside from, I wrote the books a couple of years ago. I did author two books, but I wrote those two books a couple of years ago. They were pre-pandemic. And um, when I get a chance or when I feel the need to go back to that, I will have chat and chew with some ladies and we'll discuss the books. Um, My husband is a minister. So, of course, I'm busy with whatever ministry has me doing at church. And other than that, I'm just enjoying life. I'm just glad to be alive. I'm glad that I, I have my health and my strength and I can now do some things that I really enjoy doing. Yes, Kiwan, live your best life now. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. I love it. I'm a traveler too. I lo- absolutely love it. Derek, what you working on? What you got going? Uh, on? I'm kind of like Tar. I don't think I have a lot of. Right now, <laughs> I am. Right now, I am focusing on my um, my exercise routine. I'm working on gaining some muscle. I just turned fifty in July, and I'm like, no, I still want me a beach body. Yeah. So. <laughs> I am really, really focusing on trying to get get myself um, in a in a good place in you know health wise. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been in our church. My husband is a pastor, and we've been virtually having service still, mm-hmm. you know. And so, but now we're in. We're finally in renovation. We're, um, we're we gutted out our church building. And so we're working on all of that. So I might not have in-home renovation, but I have the church renovation that we're working on. So I'm really excited about that. And that's about it. That's awesome. Come on, Angela Bassett, body loaded. Yes, honey. <laughs> Viola Davis. Davis. Baby. Yes. 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 The woman king, body. Yes. Yes. Monica, yes. what you working on? What you got going on? Whew. Um, and I'm gonna be an aunt too. I'm sorry, my sister. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
You good. It ain't my grandbaby, but I'm going to be a grand auntie. <laughs> and I'm going to be, um, yeah, the grand auntie too. Her daughter was my oh, That's Jenga. all my baby. That's, that's, that's all our baby. Her, <laughs> her, yeah. her Tara had Jameson, and I said, this is my child. <laughs> that's my Jenga. So I'm excited <laughs> that she's having a baby. Um, as far as what do I have going on? Not too much of anything. I I let fear take over. I applied to a DBA program and was accepted. And then I let fear take in, take over. And so now I'm going to reapply um, and see where that leads as far as, you know, maybe hopefully making a little more money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. nothing much. So, so you're not going to try, Monica. You're just going to do. It is- yes, ma'am. That's yes, right. ma'am. That's right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, ladies, uh, what is what does self care look like for you? I'll start with uh, Tara. For me, going to the retreat. Hey, get <laughs> <laughs> some time alone for me. I don't, like <laughs> I don't do a whole. I mean, every now and then I might go and get nails and pedicure and whatnot, but that's mostly just time to myself and just some little chill time. Uh, uh, probably weekly. <laughs> It's not mm-hmm. daily, just a little time mm-hmm. to myself just to watch a movie or something. That's very mm-hmm. nice. Not the main time. Yeah. He wants- the same for me, just relaxing. Um, I have had such, you know, my life was always just so busy, seemed like to me. Like I really, it was about the kids and all these other stuff going on. So it, it, it was never me. It was always working on something for someone. So now I, I just like relaxing. I, I enjoy sitting at home and just relaxing in the peace and quiet of, you know, my home and doing whatever I want to do. <laughs> yeah. Jerika. Self-care. I definitely believe in self-care. Um, it's anything that makes you happy. It doesn't have to be with anybody else. I love to sit and watch football games on Me Saturday. Too. Me too. I <laughs> love it. Me too. I'll some people, right. Some people think that's crazy, but that's my self-care. That's mm-hmm. me sitting and relaxing, doing what I want to do. I definitely believe in getting my hair done and my nails done and, and all of that kind of stuff. But it's whatever makes you happy that is gonna put you in a in a healthy um mental state, you know. Mm-hmm. And then even like I said, working out is a sacrifice. I hate it. <laughs> I like hate it, but I know it's what I need. Yeah. And and I'm yeah. I'm I'm paying myself. That's what I'm doing. That's good. Investing in yourself. Monica, what does self-care look like for you? Um, aside from relaxing, therapy. That's good. That's therapy. good. Woo! That's mm. good. That's good. Especially in our community, such a stigma yeah. that comes with therapy, but we need it. We need Jesus and therapy. You hear me? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ooh, yes. 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 Of them. So that's good stuff. Absolutely. Um, we do. We do. And and there's nothing wrong with it. And I wish we would, you know, share those experiences with other sisters to let them know it's that's okay right. if you need to talk to somebody. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Really 
That's right. right. Part of that is healing. We can't deal with what we're not willing to talk about. So and you're not crazy if you go to therapy. Just because you're going to therapy does not mean you're crazy all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> maybe sometimes, <laughs> but not all the time. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just just go, just go, right? <laughs> just, right. just do it. Right. Find somebody that understands your experience in the world and your worldview and get you right. Right. that's good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so any I want you guys to share any encouraging parting words for sisters out there, for friends, um, encouragement to to you know, to and, and some for some people even becoming friends or letting down their guard enough to have friends is a challenge. But any good parting words that you have for someone uh, to encourage them in that vein or encouragement, period. Uh, I want you all to have an opportunity to do that um, for the queens that are watching and listening to this podcast. So I'm going to start this time with Dorica. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> Every time Tara was like, "Give me," I, I oh, see <laughs> It should have been Monica next. Okay. <laughs> um, to all my queens, just know that you are not alone. Um, it's okay to be vulnerable because I think that can open up a door for you to meet someone that you need. Um. And we don't always have to be strong. You don't always have to be strong. You can be vulnerable and sensitive and soft for a moment. Um, and you would be surprised how strong that would look for to someone else who needs to see that. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's so hard for us to be vulnerable. That's that's good stuff. It is hard. <laughs> oh, that's good. So Tara, the sister. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, just give give sisterhood a chance give friendship a chance um i don't know if you just reach out to everybody there's somebody for everybody i can't really say you might be you might not be best friend you might not i can't say the words right but you can connect with somebody on so many different levels if you just open up and give yourself a chance mm-hmm. and um and be patient with people and they'll be patient with you, but you can connect with somebody and, and establish meaningful relationships if that's what you want. That's so just good. give it a chance. That's good. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Monica? Um, I would say I would encourage other sister friends to be vulnerable, like Dorica said, and trust the person that you're being vulnerable with Allow yourself to know who they are. Um, Make sure they're a safe person. Mm -hmm. Make sure they're a safe person. If it's, you know, somebody you have a longstanding relationship with, you'll know whether or not that person is safe. Um, And just allow discernment to kick in. just what Tara said, you know, connect. When you connect with people, you you get to know new people, um, and build relationship. Just build, work. Try building that friendship. Go out to dinner occasionally. Meet up for lunch or spend a Saturday afternoon together. Just get to know one another, and let your guards down. 
let your guards down. That's good. Because somebody somebody told me everybody who comes into your life is not coming in there to hurt you. Mm, and yeah. so I have to, or I would encourage women to be mindful of that. Everybody is not going to hurt you. Mm, that's good. That's mm -hmm. really Kiwani? Um, I would say to my sister friends, don't give your whole life away without mm. giving some to yourself. Mm. We have to do something for us. Do something for you. Something that you enjoy. Something that brings you peace. If you are looking for a place to go, there are women's groups out there that that are not about competition. That are not about you know, um, revenge or being evil or nasty or Lily's is the perfect place for any woman who is looking for somewhere where to, to go to participate where she can do something for herself. Lily's is the perfect place. We would love to have you all. You can join our Facebook page. Um, the group is private. We would, you know, of course, have to approve every member. We kind of try to vex people and not just let in anybody, but women have to learn how to not give so much of ourselves away. Mm. Save some for you. That's good. And that's what I would say to encourage them. Yes. That is amazing. You guys just, you just gave some wisdom. I'm over here like, oh. So <laughs> oh, th those are great, great life lessons, especially for women who have um, experienced life as, at the university and gone different paths and different places and states and navigating life and, and toward the points in your life where you're like, hey, I'm here to enjoy and enjoy the fruits of my labor. And, and I think that's amazing. And I think it's amazing that you guys have stuck together this long. It's it's amazing to see longevity and friendship, especially in a, in a day and time where people can be really, really um, self-serving. So I think it's amazing the mission that you have you, for women and encouraging them and giving them a space and a place where they can be themselves, um, a non-judgment zone where they can be embraced and loved and encouraged. Um, thank y'all for admitting me to the group because <laughs> I love the encouraged messages that y'all post up here. So thank you so much. And I'm looking forward. So I had the pleasure of being the speaker for the retreat this year. Yay! <laughs> Excited. To share yeah. these amazing women. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it. I believe that I believe that what needs to happen will happen. What needs to be said will be said. The people that need to be there will be there. And God will be glorified. And so fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. And it is going to be wonderful. So I'm going to, you guys going to go to the lobby, but don't leave me because I got to chat with y'all. So um, <laughs> listen, y'all, audience, y'all, this is an amazing group of women. They have invited you. So right at the bottom of the screen, it says, love yourself, comma, love your sister friends. Lilies is the acronym. Um, if, if you are in need of a space, a place you're going through, if you're not going through and you're just looking for encouragement or a community, 
this is the space and I want you to do it. And, and I love that it's less intimidating because it's not in person, right? Mm -hmm. So people don't you know necessarily, but it's, right. it's, it's a space where you can come to um, as yourself. And I love that. So ladies, thank you so much for all that you're doing for women, for each other, for sisterhood. Um, I salute you and your efforts. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Don't leave me, y'all. Okay. All right. Uh, listen, y'all, this was amazing. The conversation, uh, the wisdom, everything that we need. So I'm so excited. This month has just really literally been a month for me about sisterhood. I just came from a retreat, a women in ministry retreat, where I hung out with so many of my sister preacher friends. And I am telling you, find your tribe, find your squad, find your people, um, because it is it is critical that we understand that we are not an island. We're not an island to ourselves, but there are people that are willing to be in your life, encourage you, push you, um, cry with you, uh, rejoice with you. You have that. There's communities out there like love yourself and love your sister friends. So we are so glad that you tuned into Queen Conversations. Y'all know how we do it. Listen, if you're living for yourself, you're not living. So make sure you do something for somebody else. Come on, ladies, let's join in. Join in my life, faith, and beauty, and so much more.